This week on Sea with Queen and Jay. Is the patriarchy ruining your relationship? Definitely yes. Hoodlit or nigliture, as it's been called by somebody somewhere, is having a what the fuck moment on social media. Is Rebel Wilson a level three white feminist or did she just repeat some dumb shit her agent said to get her gassed? Or is it both? It's Tea with Queen and Jay, people. Drink up. What's up? Nothing. What's up, Jane? I'm here. How are you? I'm good. How are you doing? I'm doing okay. I'm doing okay. Since I've been laid off, my body has been covered in emollients. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm always lubricating myself. Uh, I am. Annoying. What the fuck is an emollient? It's like anything that makes your skin soft and like smooth and shit. So I'm either in like some sort of face mask. My face is always moisturized. <laughs> my body is always covered okay. in oil. Right. It's that laid off life. Oh. Get laid off so you have time to put lotion on and shit. It's just something. Oh, I, it's God. a luxury I couldn't afford before. Oh, mm, it's great you bring this up because I'm looking for a new exfoliant. Okay. I realize that I cannot use scrub exfoliants on my face. Like they rip up my face. Mm. So I've from looking on beauty Twitter. Like hollic acid? Yeah, I need like those kind of exfoliants. Yeah. But I don't know where to find those. Mario Badesco has a glycolic acid wash. Okay. Okay, you can get it at your nearest blue whatever the fuck. You know those things, those stores, they sell like all types of like beauty. Gotcha. Blue, I don't know. It's one on the corner near my house. Blue Mercury. Okay, all right. Boom. Gotcha. All, all right. right. Okay. Welcome to Tea with Queen and Jay. We, we are, are two womanist race nerds talking shit over tea, dismantling white supremacist patriarchal capitalism one episode at a time. I'm Queen. I'm Jay. And, and this, this is Tea with Queen and Jay. And... Yes. That was good, yo. Get it started. Excellent, excellent, excellent. If you would like to follow the conversation being had on this podcast, you can use the hashtag T with QJ on Twitter, Instagram, all social medias. Put it in your IG stories. Put it on your Facebooks. We're there. We're retweeting that shit. We are reposting that shit. Mm -hmm. We're engaging with you. You can also see what other folks are talking about by using that hashtag. Yeah, we can. You can also use the hashtag pod in. That's P-O-D-I-N. That's a now listening hashtag created by Barry of Podcast in Color so that other folks who have never heard of this podcast can find us that's right and that's important yes so this is a spot of tea episode and our spot of tea episodes just basically don't have the segments that we have in our regular episode and this lets us you know make the podcast weekly because you know this shit takes a lot of work this is a team of two women that's it an occasional um engineer that's right speaking of an occasional ass engineer thanks again to josh aka phase funk on instagram of talking shit podcast for helping us record yes. be sure to check him out on talking shit podcast they actually have a live show coming up in december so Ew. be on the look for that shit i think tickets such drop. a community ass bitch look at you it's just about community love- building and working together yes. and shit that's Seriously. all anyway tickets drop for that shit tomorrow so be sure to check out talking shit podcast for more information and all that good shit mm-hmm. he's also one half of kinks with kiki podcast so check that out too. Not do? he's also <laughs> And then he does. And then that one time, <laughs> just a busy ass motherfucker. The fuck? Do you want to tell us 
what libations yes, are. Yes, I will tell you guys what libations are. Libations are will be pour some for the homies, people, places, and things that give us black fucking joy. That's Those are right. our libations. All right, cool. So I'm going to start with libation. Okay. My libation is for Will Smith's Instagram page. Like, he came out of nowhere. Mm-hmm, he really did. And After years of Instagram existing yes, and him not having one ever. Ever. And then he came on and just did the damn thing. Like, he didn't come on like, is this thing on? Mm-hmm. Like, he came on like, I does this. Yep. And then it's, I kind of like the way that he is. He's someone that we've all grown up with. Mm-hmm. And he has used, he's using the platform in a way that's like, He's not, he doesn't look like an old geezer. You know what right. I mean? Right, yes. He doesn't look like yes. an old geezer. But he also knows his lane. He stays and in his he lane. He knows his lane. He knows he's an adult. Exactly. He's not trying to be a child. He's not yeah, pretending. He's himself. Exactly. Which is both corny and cool. Yes, exactly. That's his brand. I yeah. like it. And then it gives me a little like, because I don't want to... Um, Smith's reality show mm-hmm. that's just like, no? That's just a little too cheesy? No, a little I don't too want whatever. that. Yeah. But I get a little dose of that. From right. these videos and things like that, when mm-hmm. I get to you it's know cute. a little insight into their life, but it's just a minute long. It's and just then I enough because reality yes. TV ruins families. It does. It ruins families, it and every really time, does. every time I see a family or a couple doing reality TV that doesn't need it financially, I'm like, why are you? Why doing are you this? doing this? Why? And it's not even about like how you can embarrass yourself, but legit, we see time after time, motherfuckers, their whole family falls apart. Literally, reality TV falls show. apart, They're, and then they end up on Anyala. Yes, trying to fix their lives, and she and can't fix it. She does. She can't fix it. She can't fix it. But yes, back to Will she's Smith. a non-fixing ass Virgo, mm-hmm. and we like to fix things. Yeah, it's, it's interesting. Keeps but yes, mm-hmm. so libations to Will Smith's Instagram. It is a nice place. Sometimes it gets a little annoying, but it's like dad annoying, right? Like shut up. Mm-hmm. But I appreciate that mm-hmm. page. It's mm-hmm. a good. I like that. You gotta look towards <laughs> the light. Because if you're looking down... That's easy to say, you you're rich gonna be, motherfucker. You're going to be focusing down. But you, you know how it sounds like he's smiling all the time whenever he's talking? <laughs> like he got a smile in the back of his throat. It's on his face and in his the back of his throat. His throat is smiling. His throat and his whole body be it's, smiling. Yes. Do you know what? I was listening to Jade and XD. Okay. And XD said, oh, fuck, this is so whack. You don't watch BoJack Horseman. Josh I, is in here. Josh, do you watch BoJack? Okay, Josh watches BoJack Horseman. He did mention that. And I was... Me he, and, who me mentioned and, it? No, he... Somebody no, Jade mentioned Joe the Horseman thing and and no, it was XD. Oh, XD. Okay, XD and I think Jade didn't know either. Anyway, y'all listen to listen to Jade and XD podcast. Yeah, but anyway, he said that Will Smith is Mr. Peanut Butter. So anybody who he watches, did say that, but yes, I don't know who that anybody is. Anybody who watches BoJack Horseman will find it hilarious because that's the truth. Will Smith is Mr. Peanut Butter, just like an eternally positive person who wonderful things keeps happening to because he's so positive and hilarious. So that yes, he is. Okay. He is that. Also, something I didn't realize, which I think is is pretty cool. Um, will Smith. And I noticed this from him, like how everyone is so excited about him showing up on Instagram and shit like that. Yeah. I've noticed a lot of black men talking about him. I didn't realize, even though I enjoy Will Smith and I like him and he's like a part of pop mm-hmm. culture and we grew up with him, yeah. like everyday life and shit or mm-hmm. whatever. Black men who care about him, they find him so like inspirational. Like he's that nigga. He's that he dude. Is. Which I really didn't. He he's like who they wanted bill cosby to be right <laughs> yes oh my god whoever the fuck they Dude. thought bill cosby was will smith is, supposed is to be. that nigga will smith is actually that person will smith you can't break son if you if don't you, break we're root bill for cosby you. broke don't break you can't break please don't okay? jada jada don't let him break, don't let him break. jada also please don't break right? <laughs> listen we need y'all 
We need y'all. You picking Smith people. Y'all don't, gotta just don't keep break. it together. However, yeah. y'all got it together right now. Just keep it like that. Yes. We like it like that. Yes. All right. I like that libation. Mm-hmm. Thank, Thank you, you for that. Good shit. Mm-hmm. What are your libations, Jay? I have several. Okay. So my first libation goes to uh, Ruben Guadalupe Marquez. He is a queer Latinx collage artist and photographer out of San Francisco, California. Mm-hmm. You can find him on Instagram at brubes.psd. That's B-R-O-O-B-S.psd. If you're not already familiar with his work, he does amazing collages. And he did one of Tea with Queen and Jay. Yes. Super, super dope. It is the name of the show and like flowers and shit. And it's on a pink background. It's a teacup it's really and whatnot. Fucking dope. It's super cute. Check out our Instagram. We posted it on there. And also be sure to follow him on Instagram at brubes.psd. Yes. Thank you Thanks, so much, Ruben. Ruben. That was super cool of you. Yes. Really appreciate that. Also, anybody who knows me or has listened to the show knows that I am obsessed with podcasts. I'm fucking obsessed. I'm obsessed with podcasts. I am I was excited to lose my job so that I could listen to more podcasts. I was like, like all this space for podcasts. All this space for activities. podcasts. (laughs) So I have more space, more time now to listen to my favorite podcast. So I've been doing that shit while at home working on other shit. Mm -hmm. And so I got to catch up on Reagan Gomez podcast, which is hashtag Reaganomics. Mm -hmm. And basically on her podcast, it's her and her husband, the golden child. They talk about all type of shit. I don't know if it's golden child or the golden. I don't know if I just added the the, but... I just pictured the Golden Lord from Media Man anyway, so it doesn't matter. Why are you like this? There was a, actually, there was a whole movie called The Golden Child and you jumped I to I know that, but Meteor I pictured Man? a Golden Lord. Okay. I pictured blonde hair. All right. Moving along from that. Um, yeah, so I was minding my business, listening to her podcast. It's her first episode after being gone for a while. They mm-hmm. had taken a little break and she shouted us out. That is so amazing. Right? Thank you. Thank you so much, Reagan. We appreciate how she shouted us out. Shout out to Blue Check people who shout out our podcast. Hello. Black Hello. women in particular. Yes. <laughs> Why are we like this? I don't know. Um, so that was a pleasant surprise. So she shouted us out. Thank she you. shouted out Marsha's Plate. She shouted out the homies, the Black Eye Who Tips, mm-hmm. Rod and Karen. She shouted out. I think she also shouted out Jaden XD. I think. And a bunch of other, like, all, it was a great list. That is dope. Um, so I was definitely excited for us to be mentioned. So list? thank you so much. Gotta, yeah, she I gave gotta, a list of, like, podcast recommendations. Yeah. Things to listen to to get your mind off of all the bullshit that's going on now. So that was super cool. So be sure to check out Reaganomics Podcast. to be on. Absolutely. And she also said that she enjoyed our She's Got a Habit reviews that we did of season one. Oh, you're, scrunch, you're scrunching your face like you didn't enjoy Habit. watching that series. I didn't. Right, because we didn't. So we hate watched it. We reviewed that. Uh, she's got to have this series like the on reviews, Netflix. But, yeah. But we hated watching that. Right. So I have been thinking what we thought we wanted to do when the new season comes, because we know they're going to be coming out at some point with someone, the new season. Someone allowed that to some, happen. There are people who enjoyed it. That are, what, 45? Why you say it like it's a women, pejorative? 47-year-old straight women <laughs> that are married. All right. She's saying it's it. the only people who like that. She's saying it like they're curse words because <laughs> the show is allegedly about a woman in her 20s who's polyamorous and it's written like like women in their 40s wrote it. And I don't know. It's very it's strange. Written like straight women in their 40s who's only had sex with two men in their whole life. Yep. That's how it's written. Yep. That's, yeah. Okay. <laughs> That's how it's written. So anyway, what we thought we would do was watch the whole season and do like one review episode of it. But if y'all really liked it and y'all really want us to do it again, again. um, then hit us up 
On, on any other social yeah, media. Yeah, any other social media. And I'll, we'll do a tally and see how many people said they want us to do a full review series again. And we'll consider whether or not we want to do that shit. Let me rub my Yeah, I just, I just didn't want to do another review series. And then epi- every episode we're like, yo, we hate this shit. Here's why. Here's why we hate this shit. You know what I'm saying? But I'll do it if y'all, if y'all want it. So let us know. Let us know what you think. Yeah, All right. Let us know, y'all. Another libation, another podcast that I have been catching up on is Grizzly Kiki. Mm-hmm. We actually met them through Latinos Who Lunch podcaster yeah, Fabi Fav. That's right. We met Fav. Well, we have been met Fabi, but we met them at Fabi's art opening yeah. in New York at the Sugar Hill Children's Museum. Mm hmm. And they're super nice, mm-hmm. super dope, super cool. So I checked out their podcast, Grizzly Kiki, and and it's amazing. Mm-hmm. I love it. Okay. I listened to the episode that featured Fabi Fav, so definitely check that out. Mm-hmm. I'm on like this whole thing. I'm gonna just listen to every podcast that Fabi has ever been on. <laughs> no, he's really good at like he's brilliant. Yes, he just is on great podcasts. He's, he's brilliant. He's on great podcasts, and he always brings something dope to the table. Yeah. So I listened to the episode, the Grizzly Kiki episode with Favi, and then I listened to a few of their other episodes. It's like a legit awesome podcast. Mm-hmm. They've been podcasting since like for as long as we've been podcasting. Oh, yeah, so they've been out here. They started off as like a RuPaul's Drag Race kind of review mm-hmm. podcast, and since then they have been interviewing drag queens, and it's expanded to them talking about all types of shit. Damn. So yeah, it's really cool. It's a pop culture drag centric podcast hosted by Robert and Daniel, who, when I met them, I was like, oh, this is cool. They had this podcast together. They're clearly friends. They have a good vibe. Then I was listening and I was like, oh, they have such a good vibe. Oh, wait, are they dating? Okay, cool. Then I listened some more. I was like, oh, they live together. That's cute. Then I listened some more. I'm like, oh, this is a married couple. They're married. I don't know why this matters, but I'm just interested in like the dynamics of people Mm -hmm. and all this stuff or whatever. So it's nice to see another married couple. I like that you assume all that people working together like your first assumption isn't that they're like dating or right right people have said that to us my nigga can we talk about jay and i are not fucking i was dating this guy (laughs) like some guy i met on tinder we i don't know if we had gone on a date or two yet but he listened to the podcast and the first time he listens he's like oh yeah so they're fucking i'm like what what do you get no because i have a deep voice it's not that they just want to fuck us together keep us Uh, out of your stupid fantasies right right okay that's what that is quick note we will never have sex. We will not. Uh, like, not even in, in like a threesome. I don't fuck my women friends. No, anymore, right? No, those okay. people were like, Oh, they weren't your friends. Were you're friends. right. True, true, I true, true, true. I don't fuck my women friends. You're right, you're right. She doesn't do that. <laughs> um, And I don't generally fuck women. But but if I did, it wouldn't be Queen, who I work with weekly. I don't want to see yeah. her vagina in a sexy way. I, I don't, don't want to do that. See, yeah. Okay, so that's, now that we've got that out the way, <laughs> libations to Grizzly Kiki. Be sure to check them out on all of your podcast apps and shit. Yeah, back to Grizzly Kiki. Yeah. So they shouted us out on their most recent episode. Oh, Thank you so much for that, Get Grizzly Kiki. We appre- yeah, it's been like a lot of podcast love, and I really love and appreciate. Yeah, me too. That shit, yo. Mm-hmm. It makes me feel good and valued and important. Yes. Especially after being laid off. You is important. I is important. I is smart. I is kind. (laughs) Sometimes. I'm that kind. You are too kind. I'm too kind. I'm getting annoyed. I'm too. (laughs) Like, fuck him. She's like, but you know. No, No, I got it. I got it. This makes me uncomfortable. Yeah. No. I got it from my grandmother. Make them uncomfortable. Yeah. I got it from my grandmother. She didn't have any um, juice at her house the other day, so she kept bringing me yogurt. (laughs) And she's forgetful, so she would bring me yogurt, which I don't eat. (laughs) Why is yogurt like she couldn't bring you a liquid? 
No, that's what I'm saying. She she didn't have any beverage to offer, oh, which I, she was enraged about. <laughs> I had gone there to like bring her dinner and stuff like that, and yeah. I forgot to bring juice. But she, I figured she might have some or whatever. Mm-hmm. But she didn't have juice, and she became enraged when she realized that she couldn't offer me any juice. And so every 20 minutes, because she has dementia, she would go to the kitchen and bring me some yogurt. Hey, Jan, you want some yogurt? (laughs) Oh, I have some, Grandma. You brought me some. Thank you. Okay, okay, great. This happened like three times, I think. Three or four times she went and got me yogurt. But anyway, I don't know why that came up. But do you want to tell the people about donating (laughs) to Team Queen and Jay podcast? Yes. Um, so if you would like to donate to Tea with Queen and Jay, you can do that by going to our website, teawithqueenandjay.com. We ask for donations because it helps us sustain the show, progress the show, and helps us keep the light on, you know, for this shit. Just one light. <laughs> <laughs> we just need one light. Just keep the light on. The light. Just one. Not light. Nope. Light. Keep the light on. Yeah. So there are two ways that you can donate to Tea with Queen and Jay. Two. I'll- First way is monetarily, and you could do that, like I said, by going to our website, and we have two options there. Two options. First option is our PayPal option, and that is where you could come how many times you want and put whatever amount of money you want to put there. Mm -hmm. We don't ask for any commitment there, but then we have our Patreon, and that is where we ask for a little bit more commitment. We're only asking for $2 a month. $2. That's $24 a year. $24 a year. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And you could give more or less. That is up to you. That is to your discretion. But that is something that you do monthly. That's right. And those we are the ways you can give us money. Factual. We have people who donate a dollar. We have people who donate $5. Lots of money. That's right. That's right. <laughs> yep. So it's your call, your choice. Um, do you and want- then another way that you can donate is by sharing this podcast, rating, reviewing, and all of that good stuff. And that's subscribe. Funny. Subscribing to this podcast. Yep. That's donating your time and energy to spreading the word about Tea with Queen and Jay podcast. Yep. Do you want to tell the people um, what Patreons we got this week? Yes. Okay. So this is done. Donation. Lamation. Yeah. We have a few new patrons and they are Black, Jessica, Ursula, Up, Her Pledge. Thank you, then, Ursula, yes, from college. Thanks, we appreciate you. And we have Casilda, who... Ours, a new patron. And thank, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. All of you. Thank yo. you. Thank you. Thank you. That's from Monster's Plate. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Hey, Diamond. Okay, cool. I will get into some of our PayPals. We got another. I got a lot of Vanderbilt love this, uh, this week. For that's so who nice. Know, they was like, our college Vanderbilt. friend lost a job. Right, Let's you're give right. Her money. That is nice. That is what happened. Mm-hmm. Oh, y'all cute. Y'all look, y'all look <laughs> slick. Y'all think y'all slick. Okay. So Adrian, the homie, broke us off on the PayPal. He also wrote us a long, ridiculous note. Oh, I'm not reading this shit. I'm going to read it. Okay. I'm going to read it because that's my friend and he's so ridiculous. And um, um, He's stuck in 1998 also. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> Go ahead and read it. He says, yo, Aggins, should I say nigga when he says it, when he writes this or should I just read it how he wrote it? Read it how he wrote it. Okay. Yo, Aggins. I'm giving you this donation and you better shout out my ads. First, you need to shout out my new mixtape, Ballers Round, Yo Block, featuring Pimp Trick, Gangsta Click, and Cartel Murder Posse Gang. Second, on February 31st, 2000 Never Hate, I'm throwing a shindig at New York Bar Spot in Bronx, Brooklynville, with a $200 cover and a 34 drink minimum. Performing will be me, Joe Dunn, Moneybags, and Shotgun Shorty Love. I expect you both to be there at the door collecting and counting my money. And last, you need to shout out my new small business, Big Adrian's Painting and Long Hair. My number is 212-555-1234 and my email is paintlawnf 
at gmail.com. The F stands for I'll paint your shit and cut your grass. If either of you Aggins have a problem doing any of this, let's meet in Midtown to discuss your concerns. Oh, and you're most welcome for this coveted opportunity to promote my shit, partner. Partner. All right, Adrian. Adrian. Um, get, can you get a medium, please? Can you get a medium account so that you can fucking like write essays and dissertations <laughs> there? Um, and leave them out of my inbox. <laughs> The fuck? No, I enjoyed this. But you really do need to be writing somewhere and sharing your art and shit, man. Come on. Come on, son. All right. Okay. Who else we got? All right. Thank so, you. Thank you, Adrian. Oh, yeah. Thanks, Adrian. We appreciate you. Thank you, Adrian. I was entertained by this. You know what? I and think Josh he, is laughing. He knows it's hard out here. Facts. And he's, you know, Facts. gives us stuff to like I enjoyed that. I enjoyed that. But that's for anybody who this is their first episode. We had somebody who sent us a donation with almost this exact um, passage. <laughs> With almost this exact note that was expecting us to promote, promote their, their shit. stuff. So that, that's the inside joke for anybody who didn't get it. Okay. Who else <laughs> sent us money this week? Uh, we got money from Patrice. Thank you, Patrice. And Patrice says, hey, Queen and Jay, who is not a lady or ladies. Thank you. Yes. Thank you for turning me onto bag ladies, Marsha Plate, and Latinos Who Lunch. My ears are never without company and voices that matter to me. Also loved you guys on the Black Guy Who Tips. It's so cool when my favorite podcasts are cool. Sorry. I gotta agree with Rod regarding the Everything Bagel controversy. You a liar. You? Hmm. They ain't it. Anyway, if you want to fight about it, meet me on Flatbush Avenue. Yup, the whole entire avenue. BX and BK have a history of beef like Hatfield and McCoy, so bring it. Um, LOLOL. I didn't have to say that. Anyway, thanks for all the great apps. Signed, Outstanding WC, and a place to be the fat boys. Thank you so much. Um, you Patrice. obviously don't have good bagel taste. Like, whatever. what do you, what kind of bagels do you even, even Josh eat? is shaking his head. It's how weird. Do you, how do you hit it's on weird. And Josh bagel? is from Brooklyn, but we could meet you on the whole Flatbush Ave. We don't care. We'll bring Josh too. We'll bring Josh, who is from BK, and the rest of our friends from the Bronx, because we eat everything bagels up there. We put cream cheese on it. We put locks on it. Shout out to the Jews. Okay? That's just what we do. That's just how we roll. Thanks. Anyway. So. Uncultured swan. I don't know what you about to eat. You eating a cinnamon raisin bagel? With what? Butter. <sighs> Amateur. Anyway. All right, Patrice. Thank you for your donation, though. We appreciate you. <laughs> we got one more from Ruben. And Ruben says, Queen and Jay, I'm listening to you in Baltimore, Maryland. I just moved from Grand Forks. What's ND? North Dakota, yeah, maybe. I don't yes. know. Okay. Yes. Okay. Better learned... than my guess. Okay. What was your guess? Tell us. It was stupid. Okay, I let. I let it. Nebraska. You're a joy. I've always called the place where I grew up white spaces and white faces. I got it. Cause white white spaces cause winter and white faces because I grew up around so many Norwegian folks. It's been difficult to find good conversations about race, gender, and other really important shit. The nuance and care that I heard when you responded to a listener's call out of white presenting Latinx folks proved to me that y'all are thinking critically, expansively, and empathetically. Thanks, Ruben. Thank you so Thanks, much, Ruben. Ruben. We appreciate Thanks that for thoughtful last letter and thank you for your donation, yo. Yes. December 10th. December motherfucking 10th. December 10th. 
Tea with Queen and Jay live show. Yes, we're doing a live show somewhere. <laughs> is it in Brooklyn or Manhattan? Is it in Manhattan? Okay, we'll tell y'all. Details are coming and all that shit. Yeah, but in we're the meantime, just finalizing things. Yeah, we need you to say, save the date. We need mm-hmm. you to be there. Doors open at like 6 p.m. Mm-hmm. So like schedule that shit so that you can leave work early, take off from work, go to work late, whatever you need to do. Clear your time, clear your calendar for TV Queen and Jay. We want to spend time with you all yep. and um, do a live show and record yes, that shit, yo. It's going to be lit. It's going to be lit. I'm excited. Yeah. All right. All Are right, you ready so- to cut the shit and like, yeah, get into the show? Yes, I am. Queen. Jay. What kind of tea are you drinking this week? I'm drinking old school bodega ass Lipton tea. Yes. I don't even know what kind of tea it is. It's just, it's just him, tea. I asked him what kind of tea he had. He said regular tea. It's like, just oh. tea. Okay. All tea. Right. It, that is what it says. It says tea. <laughs> I'm also having that, and it's delicious. How do you drink that with no sugar, though? I like tea for yeah, the tea. That's odd. Right. Yeah. Good for you. I put two sugars in mine. I got a large, though, so it's okay. All right, I put two and a half sugars, but it's good. And then I don't like white sugars, and most people right. use that, true, so I'll just true, say true. no. I saw him put it in there. I was like, yeah, spoon like me up. Put it in there. Mm. All right, so that's what we're drinking. We hope you all have your tea as well. Mm-hmm. Tea is good for you. Yes. And what are your pronouns? She and her. What are your pronouns? My Jay? pronouns are she, her, and they. And what are you affirming for yourself this week? See, so I'm affirming that I'm enough. I'm affirming that I will be self-employed without financial trauma. And I'm also affirming that I'm the only black woman not blocked by Rebel Wilson <laughs> this week. <laughs> I think I'm the only one. That's funny. You might be. <laughs> so for anybody who doesn't know, Rebel Wilson is the white actor woman who was in what? What's she in? I don't know. Oh, she's in that thing with the singing? Where they yes. sing? What is that called? I don't what know. So Rebel Wilson of Pitch Perfect fame. <laughs> she's funny. I don't know if she's an actual comedian or if she's just a comedian. A, a comedic, comedic actor. actor. She is also fat. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So she's also famous uh-huh. for being like a bo- body positive, yeah. uh, larger white woman. Also, I find her brand of feminism or the way that she presents it to be centered around fart and vagina jokes. I was, about to, I was just about to say vaginas. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. They Fart, love to be farts like, and I vaginas. Have a vagina yeah. Because, and I be farting. Right. Because white feminism likes to mirror um, white, white maleness. Boys. Right. White boys. And mm-hmm. we know that white men are obsessed with their dicks. Yeah. And so. And farting. Right. So that whole like Lena Dunham, like that that type of white feminism, that's, that's how I know Rebel Wilson. Mm-hmm. She does amuse me on occasion. But now she's dead to me. Yeah. And I hope that she has also blocked me on Twitter. She might have. Hopefully. Because you I don't know. said something. Yeah. Do you want to tell us what happened? Because of this new movie that she has coming out that she's promoing. I don't know the name of that either. It is a movie. It's a, rom- it's a rom-com. It's, yeah. It's a romantic, romantic comedy. comedy. She's, she's playing in lead. lead mm-hmm. And she says in the article, she's honored to be the first. The plus, first. The first. Uh-huh. Yep. Plus size woman mm-hmm. to be featured in a rom-com. Uh, to be a lead. To be a, a lead, thank yep. you, in a rom-com. All right, so just take a minute, take a deep breath, inhale this lie, mm-hmm. okay, and this foolishness, mm-hmm. because many women before her, there have, there have been, I don't know if it's many women, but there have been many rom-coms Where, featuring yes. uh, plus size women. Especially in like black world. <laughs> Right, but black women don't exist. Exactly. Here's the this gag. is why she felt that she was the right. first. But so there were there were actually other movies with white um, plus size women too. Mm-hmm. That I don't know how you forget Ricky Lake. Like, mm-hmm. how do you? Right. Uh, whatever. Right. So there was right there are movies that Ricky Lake has been in. Mm-hmm. Um, one being what's that one with the hairspray? Yeah. Right. Hair mm-hmm. is that considered a rom com? 
I don't know about that one, but there's another one. I don't know the name of it. Okay. But it's, she's it's in a it. rom com. Okay. Yes. Okay. Um, but whatever. So there's Ricky Lake. Mm-hmm. There's fucking Queen Latifah, who has been the lead in several rom coms. So many. She had a whole fucking, even though it's not a movie, a whole fucking sitcom. <laughs> But she was like the one, who, the woman who had all the bad, like oh, all true. the good looking men. True that, true all that. the men was like she had all right. the men. But there was that movie that uh, her and Common starred in. That's mm-hmm. the fucking rom com. Yes, there's that movie that she starred in with um, what's his name with the head? LL Cool J. <laughs> what's the name with the head? Yeah, she was. That's in all I remember. The barbershop one. Was even head. though that wasn't like rom com, rom com, but uh-huh. she had. She just be having all the dudes. Yeah, no, she there was a there was like a romantic interest situation. Yeah, exactly. The point is Queen Latifah, who everybody fucking knows, has done rom coms. Okay, been doing this. She's been the love interest a lot. Right, Monique. Yes, has done rom coms. Mm-hmm. Okay, now here's where it gets ridiculous. Okay, she then followed up with a tweet that said, "I understand." Like that there's some like disparity or whatever over what I said. But were those films technically rom-coms? There's some gray area. The gray area, bitch, is that a lot of these movies that people were mentioning feature black women. Yes. That's, that's that, not that's gray. The gray. That's the black area, that's bitch. Black. That's the black area. Like, what that's are you saying? Area. But anyway, so what she said was mad white-centric Black Twitter and other women, intersectional feminists dragged her for filth. Yeah, and, and she blocked every single one of y'all. Is she? She I was blocked. She I was gone. Check. Like, cause I didn't really engage, but I kept seeing on my timeline. I've oh, she's blocked me too. Oh, uh, <laughs> she's blocked me too. She's blocked me too. Even people who were like being nice about it mm. blocked them too. Right. She was just, she was just on a blocking angry, ass rampage. We're just angry extremists because when you talk about your vagina and, and your you're picking up, jokes, and now you're picking on her, then. You're a feminist, and if you're a feminist, and if you're white, you can't be questioned about anything, Mm-mm. right? Because you you, yeah. you got it right. You got the answers. Mm-hmm. I want to see if she's blocked me. <laughs> Wait, when you put in Rebel's name, it says Rebel Wilson blocked. <laughs> Rebel Wilson. Just, oh, she, no, she didn't block me. I ain't uh, nobody. <laughs> I did talk to her, though. I did tweet her. Yeah, she's been blocking people. Yeah. That's right. So I affirm that I'm probably the only... Black woman uh, and me, and me. who has not been okay. blocked by Rebel All right. Well, thank you for those affirmations. Yes, you're welcome. Um, what do you affirm for yourself, Jay? I affirm, as always, that I am not a lady still. I worked the job recently, like a day job, mm-hmm. and they kept referring me to, like, as a lady over and over. And I was like, okay, you asked to be here. You asked to work <laughs> these hours. It was white people asking me to do stuff, too. I also, I had the pep talk before my, like, I went there, and I was mm-hmm. like, okay. You asked you to asked be to, here. Just do what you asked to change. do. Just do what they ask you to do. Some white person asked me something ridiculous and I had to repeat, you asked to be here. <laughs> Ooh, nothing racist, just white. Anyway, mm-hmm. um, so I affirm that I'm not a lady. Mm-hmm. I affirm that I am organized. Yes. I affirm that I am healthy. Mm-hmm. I am abundantly wealthy without trauma. Yes. And I affirm that I am productive and my skin is flawless. Yes. Right? I like Because I got time because I'll be covered be in emollients. emollients. That's right. I'll be covered this in This is a moly emollient ass emollients. bitch. I'm going to say that to somebody. She's going to think I insulted her. Maybe it's a emollient ass bitch. bitch. She's like, what bitch? All emollienated. <laughs> You're right. That's going to start a fight somewhere. You're right. All right. Today's a special day. Yes. Oh, my God. You want to tell us? Yes. Okay. So today that we are recording, not mm-hmm. when the show posts, but as we record. Yeah, it's the same week as Today is the anniversary, the 20th anniversary of mm-hmm. when the movie Belly dropped. A classic. Oh, my God. Belly is not a classic. 
It is a classic, but no, it was not. It the is a opening classic. scene is a classic. No, and then is, after that, it's it trash. is a hood classic, but it's not what what Def Jam tried to tell us <laughs> on Twitter today. What they tried to say was that it was an instant classic, was, and that, my friends, is, not, is a lie. It is a classic. The director of that film to this day doesn't see it as a classic. Okay, it's not. So I'm telling you, the opening scene was popping, and then after that, it was like. No, there are a lot of like there are a lot of the scenes that could be music videos are the only popping scenes. Right, <laughs> this is true. That's it. This is true. It's not a classic. This just is just because true. the DVDs been sitting. No, in it your is collection. a classic. Stop saying that. Just because the DVD has been sitting in your collection for twenty years doesn't make it a classic. It just, is. Just a makes classic. it dusty. Just makes it a dusty DVD. It is a classic. <laughs> it just is not an instant classic. Mm-hmm. It is a classic. Friday is a classic. And it's a hood classic. Friday is a classic. Okay. It's a classic, though. That doesn't mean bad movies could be classics. It's a classic. I guess. It's a classic. Well, any- it's the anniversary. It is. For anybody who we wants to hear to us. celebrate it. Yep. For anybody who wants to hear us talk more about Belly, we referenced Belly several times in our review of Superfly. Okay. We reviewed the new Superfly a few episodes. That is back. instantly not a classic. That was that summertime. is instantly trash. That was a, that was not an instant classic. No. But we did talk about that whole genre well, uh, of film, yeah. and we included Belly in the discussion because mm-hmm. I feel like the most recent Superfly was trying to give us those same that same energy, those same vibes and shit like that in their graphics and all that shit. So anyway, I'll put the link to that review in the oh, show notes. Oh, you could put the link to Belly in the show. I'm not gonna do that because <laughs> Belly's a classic. You know where to find it in it, that dusty ass cabinet right it didn't hold up it didn't hold up okay but classics, cinematically classics hold up visually don't classics hold up there are the pieces That's of it that are important anyway visually there are scenes in that film that are classic yeah so. like the opening scene any scene with keisha <laughs> yeah, the opening scene, any scene with Keisha drip, drip, dripping, drip, dripping in baby oil. oil. I'm surprised she didn't just slip off the bed. Never right? It's all fucking oiled. She was very oiled. Yeah. And their opening scenes in Jamaica were, I think, they looked good. Yeah. They looked good. Yeah. Even, okay, let's move on. But I'll put, <laughs> I'll put the link to that, to our review of Superfly in the show notes. Okay. Speaking of hood classics... Okay. If you are a person, yeah. If you are a person who still logs into Facebook on occasion, as I do, you may have seen these book covers floating around. These images of these book covers floating around and being reposted and reshared on Facebook. Okay. Some of the titles. I already don't trust it because it's on Facebook. Yep. The most recent title being "This Hole Got Roaches in Her Crib." Wait, wait. Yeah. That was a meme. No, these are books. Because I've seen like the picture and mm-hmm. it's like, doesn't it look like, what's that? Doesn't it look like the Goof Troop people? What, co- is, what are you talking about? The Goofy Movie people? That's not what they're using? No, that might be a meme. They might Based have Based on that it. book. Yes. Got it. Yes, yes, Okay. Yes. No, right. these look like, these look like hood lit book covers. Okay. Or rap album covers minus the diamonds. You know what I'm saying? Like, like from the 90s. Because the whole got roaches. Because the whole got roaches in her okay. crib. I'm pregnant by my pastor's wife is, is another example kind okay. of of another one. Gutter hole dreams is another. And secrets of a side nigga. Okay. Uh, so these are. They have are, secrets? Yeah. Side niggas? They have secrets. Everybody got secrets. Okay. They're not immune. The author of these books um, goes by the pen name Quan Mills. I think the Mills ends in a Z. Of course. Right? Okay. 
So this has been floating around, and these I did not know these were books. These are actual books. It's been causing causing a lot of debate on Twitter, like well, Twitter and Insta- and Facebook. Why did they exist? Yeah, is this important? Does Quan Mills hate black women? Does Quan Mills hate black people? Seems... Does Quan Mills hate himself? I think what so. What the fuck is up with is Quan Mills? Is his name Mills? even really Quan Mills? Of course not. See, he hates himself. Right. So I don't know. I personally, for the most part, I just ignored these things. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, people who like this will fucking read it. This is no sweat off my back. I'm not concerned with this. Whatever. Yeah. Um, he hates his gums because they're black. <laughs> he yeah. hates Forbes Whitaker's neck. <laughs> <laughs> he does. <laughs> So anyway, the homie Rod uh-huh. over at the Black Guy Who Tips actually did an interview with Quan Mills. Okay. And what I found interesting was, again, Quan Mills is not his name. His name is like Roger or something. Of course. Shit. Of yeah. course it is. Something that a middle class black person's name would be. It's like Roger or like Nelson or has like... He even, has he ever even smelled crack before? Like, where is this person from? Definitely not. Like... Definitely like, not. He may have never actually come across a crackhead in real life, like, which personally offends me. Yeah. Don't. Don't. Yeah. The don't way he engage. sounded. The way he sounded, he sounded like he never actually passed a crackhead on the street. Oh, my God. That's how he sounds to me. Doesn't It doesn't mean he didn't have one maybe in his family. If you never brought a bike off a crackhead or mm-hmm. something like that, mm-hmm. don't talk about the culture. This guy, <laughs> this guy has definitely never purchased a VCR or no shit from oh, a crackhead ever. Mm-mm. So, yeah, so Rod from the Black Guy Tips. That's Yeah, uh-huh. He did an interview with Quan Mills. And, again, like I said, he has a very basic-ass, middle-class black person name. And Reginald. he is, yep, some shit like that. <laughs> he is a capitalist-ass nigga whose name is Matt Basic, who, mm-hmm. had, who has a master's degree. Oh, so your resume will get seen. Oh, yeah. It he will, used to, it'll, it'll pass the screening. Of course. He used to write grants. Somewhere, <laughs> he got laid off from a law, a law firm and started writing Hood Lit. And they also, so he interviews Quan Mills, who says a bunch of interesting stuff about mm-hmm. being a capitalist and about monetizing off of this type of blackness. And it's interesting. If you're a capital, capitalist-ass person, you'll love it. Capitalist. <laughs> if you're a capitalist, <laughs> if you're an a opportunist, right? then you'll love this that's what this sounds shit. like, some right. opportunist-ass you'll, you'll fucking love it. They also, on the Black Guy Who Tips, Rod and Karen actually read the book and they enjoyed it. They mm-hmm. were entertained as fuck. It's probably entertaining. Yeah, sure it's, it's entertaining. entertaining the same way Love and Hip Hop is entertaining. Mm-hmm. He's, they, he said, they said it's well-written, it's interesting. So I don't know if that's your genre of stuff that you like to read. Maybe check it out. You yeah. can get it for like 99 cents or $1.99 <laughs> or some shit on Amazon. Like, not the hard copy, but I guess a digital copy or uh-huh. some shit. But I found the interview very interesting and it made me... It made me uncomfortable yeah. because... Yeah, it's making me uncomfortable. Right. I don't think there's anything wrong with telling stories mm-hmm. like this because we know that there are... Like, it, shit like this, this is, happens this in real weird. life. It's like hood fan fiction. Right. Like... <laughs> <laughs> That's the piece of it that makes me a little bit is uncomfortable yeah. is that he was sure to say in this interview that I'm not the type of nigga who you would think is writing this. Mm-hmm. And the way he said it, the way he said, I have a master's, the way he said, I, I'm i better than this. Right. Mm-hmm. That made me wild uncomfortable. 
because he did he talks early in the interview about how um which we talk about a lot how yeah. black folks how it's a lot of us who are so respectable that we don't want certain stories to be told mm-hmm. or talked about or whatever because we're afraid white people are going to see us doing this or talking about this or whatever yeah and we don't want them to see the worst of us mm-hmm. fuck that fuck white people fuck their gays yeah. and all that shit or whatever if there are people who have roaches in their crib and mm-hmm. shit like that or whatever but it does make me uncomfortable the way that he talked about not being from this world mm-hmm. or this type of person, it made it feel very fucking weird. Made it feel very weird to me. And hood fan fiction. Yeah. <laughs> Interesting. And he also said that he doesn't, because it is so easy to write black men as villains, he doesn't really do that in his books. So it'll be like the hole with roaches in her crib. And then that makes what? And then, well, yeah, apparently, <laughs> from how it sounds, there'll be different types of women, you know, the whole with roaches, mm-hmm. who's a horrible person. The yada, one who yada, got yada. pregnant by the first lady. Right. And then there'll be like good, good, quote unquote, good black women or whatever. But he'll put like black men in there who are like doing good things or whatever. I don't know. But he doesn't hate black women, though, allegedly, supposedly. Hmm. I don't know. It's just he's married um, to a white woman. No, he he's his girlfriend is black. He made sure to tell us that as if that would make it any better. <laughs> you know? Oh gosh. It I put my it? penis in black women. I don't hate y'all. Yeah. But that's the thing though. That's the thing with misogynoir. Because he was very shocked that people thought he was a misogynoirist or maybe hated black women or whatever the fuck, right? Mm-hmm. People think that because you're okay with certain types of black women. That that makes that means you're not a misogynist. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. If you hate Keisha, who has roaches at her house mm-hmm. and sleeps with whoever she wants to sleep with, if you hate her, you hate black you women. You hate black women. That's it. Because if you love black women, you love all kinds of Right, us. right, right. Now And you understand that there's a range of exactly. what black women are. Mm-hmm. I did listen to the review and she is written like a fucking demon. The way they describe her, I was like, oh, this is a horrible person. Like, that's supposed to be like clear or whatever. Mm-hmm. But anyway, it doesn't mean that he doesn't hate black women. I, I don't know. But I just, I, I was made very uncomfortable by the fact that he made it clear that he's a nigga with a master's who was working for a law firm and I'm not what you think I am. Meanwhile, your pen name is Quan Mills. And something yeah. else, something that Rod said in um, another episode of their podcast was like, if you are using a pen name or whatever, there's a reason why you don't want your a, government the, the name, name associated to be attached with to what the you're word. doing. Right. Right. So I don't want my name attached to this nigga shit. Right. Like, and, and that's another thing that bothered me. So I listened to the Rod and Karen do this review. The way that Quan uses the term nigger in his writing uh-huh. is... Like he will, he'll make funny other words out of the word nigger, right? Mm-hmm. So like it'll be something like this nigglet or this nigger, nigger. Um, yeah, it'll be stuff like that, but it's to describe certain types of black people. You know what wow. I'm saying? The way he uses nigger is to call people, is to call black people niggers. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And that makes me uncomfortable. It's to call this this particular group of black people who's not middle class or upper class or whatever. Yeah. It's to call them niggers. That's not okay. I don't know. That made me uncomfortable. Rod was reading some of the passages and I'm like, oh, okay, the way that he is using 
hard R nigger and making these fun words yeah. to describe. And it's not to describe black shit, right? Because that, to me, okay, there's a case for using the term nigger with an A or yeah. whatever. If we're talking about black shit, general black shit, everybody black shit, doesn't matter where yeah. you're from, what kind of money you make, black shit. Yeah. He's talking about a certain class of black people. And I believe that Quan Mills believes that those people are niggers with, yes. with a hard R. Mm-hmm. So... Yeah, he's one of those. I don't know what what comedian said that. Was it Chris Rock? That was, was Chris like, Rock. I don't know if he still feels like niggers. that, but he did say that. But yeah, right. this is what Quan Roger yeah. Reginald, mm-hmm. whatever his name is, mm-hmm. like. It seems that that's how yep. he differentiates that. Deleterious, right? <laughs> So that's that. So I will leave the link. I don't know if I can leave the link to these in the show notes. I know sometimes... You're going to put his books in the show notes? No. Oh. No. I want to leave... Maybe I'll either leave the link to To, Rod's to Rod's interview. interview. Yeah. Yeah, or you can that. find it. Be sure. Subscribe to The Black Guy Who Tips. The interview with Quan Mills. The name of that episode is MT, because it's medium talk. It's MT37 Quan Mills. And then they also did a review. The Black Guy Who Tips episode 1778. You know that's how many episodes they actually have done? I know. No, because that's what it, you just said. Episode 1,778. I just had to say that. That's wild style. They do more than one show. They're out here. They are out. They do more than one show, but they also have other shows that they name other things that are not even included in this thousand and the 1700s worth of episodes. Anyway, shout out to that shit. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so it's 1778. This whole got roaches in her crib review. So. This whole got roaches in her crib. Yeah, so it's interesting. But I bet you still stayed in that crib that fucked her, though. Yes, there are several men yeah. in that book yeah. who stay in the house and they and fuck, fuck her. her. And the way it's described is really disgusting. So yeah, so check those out. Even if you walk away and you listen to the interviews <laughs> and you get something different out of it than what I got out of it, I thought it was still interesting since so many people are curious oh, about what this guy's problem is. Those are just some random ass Nah, names. somebody is writing these books. He comes up with the title first, a salacious title, and then he writes a book around it. And he's apparently a good writer. So. Okay, well. Way to. Do your thing, Kwame. What's his name? Uh, Quincy? Uh, I don't know. Reginald. <laughs> Trevor. <laughs> I don't know. So, this show has aired on election day. Oh, facts. This is going to come out on election day. Yes. And if you listen after and you didn't vote, I mean, why? Um, I don't know. This is awkward. This is awkward now. (laughs) Let's have an awkward moment. If you're listening to this podcast after Tuesday, November 6th, and you didn't vote, I don't, you know, I don't know. Tell us why. <laughs> actually, actually, yes. Tell us why. You why? can send, yeah. us, send us a T-mail on why you chose not to vote. Mm-hmm. And like, what else, what do, you, what do you do maybe? What do you do instead of voting? Or like, what's your problem is? <laughs> okay? <laughs> do that. Do that. Do that. And if you feel like you don't have a problem, tell us that too. I'm, I'm curious in um, the Good Lords 2018 with... If you have Lucifer in if, office, yeah. If you have the right to vote, why you're not? Yeah. voting. Let us know what's what's good or or whatever. Anyway, so and to yes. anyone listening on Tuesday, happy voting. Hey, yes. Could y'all vote, please? <laughs> if it's still early Tuesday and you got time to get to the polls, your employer is supposed to make sure that you are able to vote. If yep. you need to leave work early, if you need to come in late, there you... are states that allow you still get paid. Right. You have the right yeah. to say, hey, I need to go vote. I need to do my civil duty. This is what's good. I'll be in at, you know, 11 o'clock. Yeah. And it's okay. supposed to pay you. Yeah. That's yeah. right. Okay. That's right. Don't say that if you're not going to go vote and you're just going to show up to work late. I mean, that's your business. I did that once. But don't use voting for that. I did that once. Okay. When I was like 19. 
right. Don't teach me lusk. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. Please go vote, people. Yes. Please vote. It's important. Yes, it is. It's, it's not the only way to liberation. It's just one it of the pe- one of the pieces in the puzzle help us get to where we're going. Yeah, and like we and said last episode, there are lots of people are not active. This right. is an easy way to be active mm-hmm. in the democratic process. That's right. It's also a way we know the system is broken and whack. Voting in this bullshit system, this bullshit process, is also a way to help tear that process down. Yeah. It's also a way to help get people in office that will inch us closer to dismantling this whole shit. Okay? And it happens in inches. It happens in small steps. Yeah. We're all going to die before we're liberated. This is not about you. Yeah, this is not going to be for me. It's not about you. Okay? Just like people did work so that we could be black women here, like, recording recording and shit in a studio, talking our shit, like... Mm-hmm. freely like black uh, black women died before us so that we could, we could do this, do this. Shit. Exactly. okay there are people of color who died so that we have the right to vote use that right use that right mm-hmm. and something that i don't have a job now so i listen to the black guy who tips all day something that <laughs> apparently right something that rod was saying on his podcast oh, i think been, he put this on facebook too if, go ahead okay it. he's been very hardcore with the like vote and fuck everybody who didn't vote and fuck everybody who doesn't vote mm-hmm. and that hasn't been our thing we're always like oh you know use your right or whatever if you don't want to vote like that's that's the rights that they were fought, fighting for our right to vote to choose to whether choose. to vote or to vote mm-hmm. or not to vote but something that he mentioned that kind Kind of, that kind of stuck with me is that, that he brought up Representative John Lewis, who we know marched with Dr. King mm-hmm. and is one of the people who fought for our rights to vote without being harassed, without being bullied and all that and shit. without being murdered. Yeah. To do so. And I think about him and something that Rob was saying was that he didn't fight so that we would have the choice to like decide whether we wanted to stay home and do nothing mm-hmm. with that thing that he fought for. Yeah. That thing that he was beaten. They were beaten. You know what I'm saying? Crossing that bridge and shit. He was bloodied and whatnot. He fought so that motherfuckers would actually get up and like go vote. Mm -hmm. Um, So I thought that that was interesting and important to mention. John Lewis is still alive. Yeah. He's still on the grind. He's still on the hustle. We should be voting. Yeah. Like we should fucking get up and go vote. And um, it should activate you. If you feel like your vote doesn't matter, it should activate you to do other shit. Yeah. If you are physically capable of participating in pushing the culture forward and moving towards progress and liberating motherfuckers. If you're physically capable of doing that, if you have the emotional bandwidth and the mental fortitude to do that shit, then do that shit. And then honestly, if you you think, let's say you you think voting doesn't count or whatever, Mm -hmm. it definitely doesn't count if you don't do it. Right. (laughs) Like, it's like 100% not effective. Because you didn't do it. Right. Think of all the other shit that you do that don't really matter, but you just do it. Dude, just do it. I was working a job the other day and they were like, hey, this piece of it doesn't really matter. I was like, I can't function if I don't put these things in order. And they didn't, it didn't matter. I just had to do it because it felt good. Anyway, that isn't, that's irrelevant. Go vote. (laughs) Fucking vote. Okay. Okay. Queen and Jay want you to vote. Please. All right. And if you are white and you don't fucking (laughs) vote because you don't feel like it, yo. I mean, that's a whole nother level of fucking disrespect, okay? Go and vote for the black people on the ballot, the right black people. Google who you're supposed to vote for. Okay. So, all right. Let's take a break. <sighs> Sorry. I'm Get a little worked, worked up. up. I, I, I need a break. Right. Okay. Okay. All right. Money, 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 money. <laughs> money. <laughs> do you know what this year is? Um, What's this year? Well, it's 2018, but do you know what 2018 is all about? 
what every year is all about. Yeah, but like giving black women your money. Yes, give black women your money. Hashtag pay black women, yo. Okay, okay. So So, how do they give black women their money? Well, they can start by giving us their money. Oh yes, yes. We do this dope ass women is race nerd podcast every motherfucking every week. Sometimes twice um, a week. Yeah, yo. (laughs) And we could use your loving motherfucking donations. Um, We definitely can. Absolutely. So how can you do that? You can go to our website, tvthqueenandj.com. Hit that donate tab. And Mm -hmm. we have two options there. Two! Two! You become a patron or you can just donate through PayPal. You choose. We Mm -hmm. give you a choice on how you give us money. That's right. If you want to donate via Patreon, we're asking all of our listeners to break us off $2 a month. That's $24 a year. And if everybody who listens does that shit, we will have everything that we need to do everything we want to do for this podcast. Everything. And if you love us so much that you want to break us off a one-time donation, a multiple-time donation, or if you don't like the the once-a-month kind of system, you can go to our PayPal and give us any amount of money. We will take that shit. We will love that shit. We will appreciate that we shit. We will use that shit. That's right. So once again, teawithqueenandj.com. Hit the donate tab and choose your donation method of choice oh my god we're gonna get money again <laughs> all the time yes and we're black all the time right quick thing quick Yo, thing what's up about voting yeah just real quick if your vote didn't count they wouldn't work so hard to make it so that people couldn't vote duh it wouldn't work so hard to suppress your vote duh if it didn't actually count Suppression wouldn't be so rampant. Yep. Okay. Yep. They redraw districts to keep people of color from yep. voting. They fucking change the laws, the they, ID laws. Yes. They close polls. Yep. They say that they have restrictions because they're not um, accessible for people with disabilities. Like all of these mm-hmm. things mm-hmm. that they didn't end, matter before. Yep. They end early now. voting in certain areas. They make it. Yeah. They close polls earlier. Yep. They do all type of shit. Okay, to make it difficult, they fucking they do all type of shit, yo. Okay, so go vote. You want to get us a T mail? All right, so we got T mail. If you want to send us T mail, hit us up at T with Queen and J at gmail and we will read that shit on air if we feel like it. If you want to remain anonymous, please tell us that shit. Otherwise, we'll do what we want over here. <laughs> so, what we got? Yes. So. Hi, Queen and Jay. Firstly, thank you both for providing me with much-needed laughter during some of the darkest times of my life. After having to take legal action against my employer for workplace harassment and then struggling to find and maintain work for over a year, I did not feel nearly as as social, but listening to your socially conscious banter allowed me to take time away without feeling alone. I'm reaching out because I hope you two can provide some much-needed love advice. I am a brown cis woman and my partner is a black trans man who I could not adore more. We met earlier this year when he presented a workshop I attended. Despite having no dating history until my early 30s, I could not resist the connection I felt to him, which is why I awkwardly stumbled into his DMs, yes, for the DM slide, to explore a relationship. Although I had countless fears, mostly around unchecked anti-blackness and transphobia alienating him. But also knowing he practiced non-monogamy. Yeah, I felt like I could take the hurt over regret if I did not attempt this. Fast forward about six months and we are together as I hope. Surprisingly, in a monogamous relationship, as it turns out, he had resorted to non-monogamy to manage fears of getting hurt following a broken engagement. But his health has been compromised, including hospitalization with surgery pending. 
This has made for some challenges, likely complicated by the fact that I am a few years older with a more with more social capital. So when I offer support, he tends to take it as me not trusting him to manage on his own. Plus, his dysphoria wears him down regularly. He is also coming off antidepressants, which has been rough. He had said he wanted to take things slowly, which we have as he shared his difficulties trusting a partner, especially with me not being black. At risk of sounding dramatic, it is not humanly possible for me to love this man more. And yet, our relationship has faced tough challenges early, like his financial stress caused by a recent health decline, which resulted in him taking a few a few months leave from work, around which I have gladly pitched in. Unfortunately, since he has shared doubts from the beginning that he did not measure up, on paper to me, which is why he wanted to take things slowly as he feared us not working out what feed into his insecurities. Me supporting him seems to fuel tension around power differentials more. Please provide any advice about how I can navigate these issues to avoid losing my soulmate to his insecurities. Signed, Lovesick. Wow. <laughs> um... So, Jay, yes. do you have any advice or anything? I'm going to offer an inappropriate answer. Break up with him. No, I'm just kidding. That's not the answer, but oh, it was in my head. That's how I feel. Right? But I'm a retreater. I retreat. I'm uh, an so avoider. Like, I don't have time for this. this. Yeah, but something seems like um, a lot of work. I'm mm-hmm. a lazy lover. Um, so, <laughs> I can admit that. So, yeah. But don't listen to me. Let's maybe listen right. to Jay. Yes. Okay. So... Here is my advice. First, I'm going to suggest that you send this letter to Marsha's Plate Podcast. Yes. Those are our friends, Diamond Styles, Mia Mix, and Zahir. They are over at Marsha's Plate Black Trans Talk Podcast. Mm -hmm. I would suggest sending it to them, or we can send it if you're comfortable with that. Just let us know what's good. And we'll forward it. Right. And I feel like as Black trans folks, they will have a better insight on how to navigate some of this even though i think a lot of this is not necessarily surrounded um is not necessarily like specific to your partner's transness i think it's still it's still helpful to kind of have that window of insight into it so that's my first suggestion my second suggestion is when it comes to our partner's feelings of like invalidness or like insecurity surrounding finances or i guess emasculine what is the like being emasculated which i don't particularly believe in because i think that's a symptom of the patriarchy but for the purposes of this let's pretend that that's a thing Mm -hmm. i say let them rock let them live so like if he doesn't have money to eat but he don't want you to help let him not eat yo yeah yeah because it's outside of their trans identity they seem really attached to patriarchy and what a heteronormative i guess relationship is supposed to look like right and because that they're the man they're supposed to be doing in quotation whatever the man is supposed to be doing right they're supposed to have a certain amount of stuff yeah they're supposed to be fitting in that patriarchal role which says i make more money than you yes i am in charge here money is tied to power so if you have more money and if then, you are taking care ha- of things then, then you, you have, have the, the power, power and that makes me uncomfortable or whatever so that could be that could be just a patriarchy thing and i think that the patriarchy affects all of us mm-hmm. and so i understand how the patriarchy could affect a trans person's yes. dysphoria mm-hmm. and feeling like they don't they don't necessarily look the way that they feel like a man is supposed, supposed to, to look. look. They don't necessarily feel 
all the patriarchal masculine, quote unquote, masculine things that society has told us that a masculine person is supposed to feel and Mm -hmm. be and exist in or whatever. So I understand the, like what's at play here a little bit, but I feel like if it's important to you to maintain this relationship and I think, um, addressing those things as somebody who's not a fucking psychologist is, is like a a daunting task that you shouldn't undergo Mm -hmm. and you still want to fuck with this person. Uh, and it sounds like y'all are doing a lot. I don't know if your partner is in therapy or not. It might be too much to even do that shit right yeah. now. You know what I'm saying? If your goal is to just maintain your relationship, maybe don't pay for stuff. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. If if they don't want you to help, what what I guess what I let them eat ramen. Yeah, mm-hmm. let them eat ramen. Let them go into debt. Like let them rock. Yeah, let them rock. Because I feel like. I feel like there are certain instances and when a a person like this may be more comfortable with you just letting them figure it out Mm -hmm. and letting them deal with their debt and deal with whatever, then then you assisting. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I like that. Mm -hmm. But I also, there's the other thing, I also think that there are times when people want you to help, but then they want to bitch about it. Yes. That's really what they want. They want Mm -hmm. you to help, but it actually is going to make me more comfortable if I bitch about this and tell you how uncomfortable I am. It's like performative. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. In which case, I wasn't playing. Maybe you should break up with them. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And that's it. It sounds like a lot of work. It does. It made me... I'm exhausted. Yeah. And I'm not in a relationship with this person. Mm -hmm. But I also did say I am a lazy lover. Mm -hmm. And, well, not... With the sex, but with the relationship. You're lazy. Stuff. I like how you're speci- uh, putting it towards like relationships. <laughs> with the relationship. You're lazy. No, it's just, it's just, yeah. I don't. All of if you are up to the work, then I guess. But this right. just sounds like a lot of work. There, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot of things that this person needs to work through on their own, and it's it's for me when it comes to. Um, and of course, I'm talking from a very cis space. When it come, when I meet someone who has that much to work through, I'm I'm kind of like, okay, you should work through that over there alone. Mm-hmm. Like I don't want to, I don't understand partnering in that space. Me personally, I mm-hmm. wouldn't partner when I'm in those spaces because right. um, I want to figure it out for myself, mm-hmm. or because I don't want to feel like a burden to someone else and like all of these things. But it right. seems like this person may feel like. I don't know. It just sounds like a lot of work. It sounds like a lot of work. Also, you can assert yourself in this situation and say, I love you and I care about you and I have the means to help you. What makes me uncomfortable is when I help you, when you're clearly in need of something and I help you and now we have conversations about how guilty it makes you feel, how uncomfortable it makes Mm -hmm. you feel and all that. I, I can stop helping you, which... I'm okay with stopping helping you. It makes me feel good to help you, but if you want me to stop, I will stop, stop helping you and I will watch you do what figure it out or do whatever. Let, it, let me know what you want me to do. Yeah. Because if then, they want you to stop, then stop. If they want you to help, then what you need to say is I'm happy to help, but I, don't I need you. think they want you. them to stop. No, I don't think so they either. They don't want you to stop. I don't think so they either. Don't. They want the help and then they want to perform this. Yeah, because uh, it, it, because uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah, I don't think they want you to stop. I right. think they do want the support, but mm-hmm. because they think that masculinity or manhood is this other thing that they have to vocalize these they feelings, have to perform, and and say these things, and and, and I, they yeah. they, want, they want the help. Tell them you can tell them I don't need you to do this. I don't need you to talk about 
how you don't want my help and all this stuff. I know that you would like to be able to provide for me and mm-hmm. provide for yourself. I know that you love me. Let me just help you. And we can take it from there. We can move on from this. Yeah. I, I would break up with them. Yeah. That's starting to feel more, I would break up more like a real thing to me. Yeah. But, but she did make it clear to us that she is very much in love with him. So it sounds like what's most comfortable for you is to remain in this relationship. But you can assert yourself and say, hey, if you want me to stop helping you, I will stop. But if I'm going to continue doing these things that I do because I love you and that I enjoy doing because I love you then I would appreciate it if you didn't make me feel like, oh, this is like a horrible thing. Because then now they're fucking with you. Right. And how you operate in the world and how you navigate the world. And like, why should you have to change the way you navigate and the way Mm -hmm. you partner with people and how you act in relationships? Like, why should... Now they're fucking with you. Um, Yeah. Also, ask Marsha's plate. I'm not really... (laughs) Yeah. I don't... I'm answering from a very cis place. Right. And the more I talk about this, the, the more, more the more cis, cis and is, angry it's making me. Yeah. Um, and that's not what we want to right. do. Right. So Marsha might say, it's not Marsha, excuse me. Diamond. <laughs> Diamond. The whole crew is Marsha. <laughs> Diamond, Diamond and Mia yeah, and Zahir, yeah, they, they might, might say, say exactly what I'm saying, or they might have say some something insight else. that we right. are, um, we have we're ignorant to. Yeah, but I would suggest sending it there. Cause the even though I was joking when I read this and said break up with him, I'm kind of feeling like like he's kind of performing and pretending and just like going maybe not pretending but going through these like motions of oh i feel so bad when you help me and because i know men like this but they're cis men so that that's why i didn't want to like insert my experience mm-hmm. and just be like break up with them yeah so i was just kind of like i don't know how to answer this letter. yeah but yes we will if you are okay with it we would like to forward this to our friends at Marsha's Plate mm-hmm. and see if they can, you know, better assist you right. with this. Yes. Yeah, y'all. Let us know. All right. So we got another letter. Mm-hmm. Also, I wanted to shout out to that last person. Um, Back to Lovesick real quick. Shout out to you for making it through the bullshit that you were dealing with at your job. Yes. And I hope that you are on the brighter side of that shit right now. It's, mm-hmm. I know so many people, myself included, who have been dealing with that type of like yeah. bullshit. Mm-hmm. So I hope that you're feeling better. And I hope that that has shaken itself out and yeah, that you too. found some resolve in that too. Right. thank you thank you for your letter thanks for trusting us thank you thank you thank you all right so we got another letter from allegra mm-hmm. and this says hello you two yes i like that yes, thank, you. thank you i just want to let you know that i've been listening for about three months and you two always make me think cry smile and sing I have loved every episode so far. The latest one, 176, when you chat with Talon Kel, moved me to finally write you. I was enthralled with the cosplay discussion as I am similar to Queen in that I tend to be on the periphery of geek slash fandom. Because racism, sexism is woven into the DNA of this country, and let's be real, the world, I was not surprised at the experiences expressed, but I love the nuance that is brought up. I'm a cisgendered, heterosexual black woman in my mid-40s, and I've always tried to stay open and always learning. I miss things because of my privilege. I love being challenged and truly believe that living is about learning and evolving. Lastly, I have been married to a Latinx man for almost 20 years, and though there is some degree of comfort in the fact that he is part of a marginalized group, he is still a man who is constantly fighting 
the stereotypes that have been seared into his culture as a naturalized American. Anyway, sorry for the length. I could definitely sit and have tea with you two, but this email is about appreciating the voice you two have and how I both relate to and am, and am enlightened by them. Thank you. Thank you, Allegra. Um, Thank you. Can, you. you can... Shout out to being married for 20 years. Yeah, shout out to that shit, I think. You can... <laughs> You can find Allegra on Twitter at color underscore history of. And um, yeah. So thank you for that. That was interesting. Yeah. I think about that sometimes. I'm still stuck on the 20 years. Okay. Yeah. When I'm home, like listening to podcasts, talking to my dog and doing that shit. I'm like, could I do this if there was somebody else in this apartment? <laughs> you know? 20 years? I don't know. No, I couldn't live in that apartment with someone else for no, 20 years. Couldn't. I couldn't do that for 20 months. I would have had murdered. Probably. Yeah. Stay on your side of the apartment. <laughs> I don't know. I'll leave for anybody who didn't listen to that episode with yes. Talon. Yeah, yeah, we talked about a lot of shit. We talked about sizeism, sexism, all that cool shit, racism in cosplay and in the world in general. She yeah, has also we, been living with a white man yes, in her home. Like, and she gave like a really candid... Um, kind of a gaze that you really don't get about interracial relationships where Mm -hmm. it's just like there's racism in this relationship like I love my husband and I would kill for him unless it was the race war he's still a white devil and I would kill him if we were in a race war because he's he's racist sometimes yeah yeah. Yeah. Um, and I don't fuck with his family and like all type of stuff (laughs) yeah Yeah, it was like the dark side of being in an interracial relationship with someone who you actually love and want to stay married to and you never you don't hear that as much as you hear love is blind love is blind and we love each other and, and nobody's gonna come world, against our the world love. hates us and people say bad things too and, and about black us women the roll their eyes at me whenever we're walking in the street and they judge me but we're together so it wasn't none of that shit yeah it wasn't it was good that. so we'll put the link to that in the show notes if you have not already listened to that episode be sure to check that yes. out and shout out to our friend talon so what we haven't done in a good minute is like read forever. yeah is read five star reviews so we have a bunch of reviews. We're only going to read a few and eventually we'll get caught up. If you want to leave us a review, we're talking about on um, Apple Podcasts specifically, if you have the purple app on the iPhone, mm-hmm. go into that shit and leave us a review. If you scroll down, like at the bottom of your the queue that has our podcast yep. like list of shows in it, if you scroll down, there's an option for you to leave, leave a, review. a review. So we love that. It means a lot. It helps people find us and... A lot of times when people are looking at podcasts, they look to see how many people have reviewed it to see, okay, is anybody else even listening to this this shit? shit? Add your your name to that list of people who listen to this shit and have told (laughs) other people about it and to listen. To this shit? To this. All right. So this review is from Manchico. Machinko. Machinko. Hey, Mela Machinko. Thank you. Five stars, because we're five stars, chicks. That's right. Um, and it says, y'all feed my soul. Y'all are brilliant and hilarious and black and radiant and everything my spirit needs. Thank you for being in this space. Yeah. Thank you. Love it. We got another one from Serena. Serena says, OMG, this podcast is a must. I love that title. I am loving this podcast. So funny, so real. I'm new to podcast listening and find a lot of them kind of boring. Not Tea with Queen and Jay. Seriously, go listen for yourself. Damn. Serena said it. Listen. Hello. So we have another review from M. Nicole Pryor. Mm-hmm. Should I say all that? Yeah. It's not like a government. 
Um, so they say, yes, listen, I never stop feeling the black girl magic when I hear their voices. I am always reaffirmed in specific and universal ways as a black woman, a black woman in particularly, and as a human being. And Thank you. All right. And then the last one is Eyes of Ra says, great company. I have a long commute and you can't beat great company and conversation. Even if they can't hear me, I'm talking back. Yeah. Okay. I like that. It's yes. like that meme of that boy listening to podcasts. Yeah, he's that? like looking at the picture. Oh, that makes me laugh every time. Yes. All right. I feel like we did a show. We definitely have done a fucking we show. We did a fucking show. Yes, we have. So okay. remember, we have a live show live December show. 10th. December 10th. We will have more info. I know we've been saying that, but we actually we will. Actually will. <laughs> we actually will. But we need you to like be there. So we need you to show up. Yes. So, like, come. Yes. You know? It's going to be fun. It's going to be lit. Like, yeah. and if you don't come, you're going to miss it. You are. So, be sure to follow us mm-hmm. on all the social media. That's we right. are on Twitter and Instagram. That is at T with QJ. We are also on Tumblr and Facebook, T with Queen and J. Send us some T mail, mm-hmm. T with Queen and J at gmail.com. Check out our website. T with Queen and J for all the cool shits. Yes, and you can also that's where you can donate. Yeah, that donate tab that's on our right. website. We Absolutely. love that. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Are we that efficient? I think we're we're getting as efficient as the homies at Back Ladies podcast. Oh god. They get in, they, they get give out. it to you, and they get out. It's from the Bronx. They do it like a robbery in and out. You're absolutely right. Yeah. This podcast was created, hosted, and produced by a black girl named Naima and a black girl named Janicia with engineering support by Joshua Perez, a.k.a. Phase Funk. All right. Well, hashtag T with QJ, hashtag Pods in Color, mm-hmm. hashtag Pod and Live NYC, hashtag Inner Ho Uprising, hashtag Queer Walk Pod, hashtag Marsha's Plate, mm-hmm. hashtag Bag Ladies, hashtag un- Unpack BG, mm-hmm. hashtag Sexually Liberated Woman, Hashtag Black Lives Matter. Hashtag Say Her Name. Trans Lives Matter. Stop Calling Trans Women. Disability Too White. Hashtag Maybe He Doesn't Hit You. Spoonie Chat. Mm-hmm. Why I Stayed. Yup. Black Pink is So Late. 4C Hair. Yup. Natural Hair. Okay, let's just get it. All right, right, goodbye. Bye. Yo, it's see, not safe anymore. See, I feel like it's time for us to, like, go up, go away from here. You know what I mean? I've been thinking about it for a long time. What will we got? Let's go to Africa. <laughs> Shit, nigga, please be for real. Yo, I've never been more serious in my life. I mean, we've been to the islands. We've been everywhere. Who says we can't go to Africa?